The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Rams fans, welcome in. This is Ram Showcase. My name is Sheriff Joe Bags. Tonight's on this episode of Ram Showcase, players grade teams. Well, how did the Rams do? Plus, the rumors are swirling. We will try to unpack a few of them. And later on, who stays and who goes? A peek into the Rams' free agency class. Before we get into the grading here, I uh, did want to let you know that uh, the Rams showcase of the process here of removing off of YouTube has uh, been going, I guess, as smooth as it possibly can. So be sure to visit RamShowcase.com for all the latest involving the show, as well as myself. The Ram Showcase website, it's a one-stop shop for all Ram Showcase and Sheriff Joe Bag's content. Merch is also available directly on that website and goes quite a long way in supporting the show. Make sure you also follow the Ram Showcase and myself on social media. Uh, that would be at Ram Showcase and at Sheriff Joe Bags, just about everywhere for your latest on uh, your favorite team, the Los Angeles Rams. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. And uh, yeah, there was a pretty interesting release uh, from the NFLPA and players grading teams. And I got to be honest, uh, very surprised to see where some teams landed, including the Los Angeles Rams. I was surprised to see that the Minnesota Vikings were the number one rated team, according to the players, uh, with all the parameters that they looked at. Um, and I don't know if that should surprise me uh, that the <laughs> that the Vikings were at the top. Uh, one that did not surprise me one bit is that the Washington Commanders uh, came in last place. Also, the Arizona Cardinals right in there as well as far as being right at the bottom of the NFL. And those two things are not surprises at all. In fact, uh, the the Cardinals requiring their payer, their players to pay for food at the facility was honestly I mean, as a rival here, um, uh, not speaking just from the football fan perspective, but as a rival to that team, that's hilarious to me. So they get this new coach in here who's an absolute Michael Scott of a human. And then you also find out that uh, that they they padlock the the fridges that have Gatorades on the days off and that they force their players to pay for the food. That is so funny to me. I absolutely love that. So the Cardinals uh, lots of uh, lots of changes should be happening in Arizona, um, but I won't be sad one bit if that does not happen. So let's take a look here at uh, first of all, th- this is the the write up that is on NFLPA.com. Uh, it's pretty short here, so I'll just read it for you. It says the Los Angeles Rams are ranked as the 25th best team in the league. They are currently operating from a temporary practice facility. However, they have not even broken ground at their permanent practice facility. So players expect to be working out of the current building for the foreseeable future. Players do not feel that the temporary temporary facility was built to support professional athletes and unsurprisingly in the uh, opinions of players of player respondents 
it leaves a lot to be desired. The negative feedback of the facility is somewhat offset by the positive feedback about the staff. The current coach, Sean McVay, supports his players as well as any other coach in the NFL. The players also think very highly of both their training staff and their strength coaches, and 95% of players feel like club owner Stan Kroenke is willing to spend money to upgrade the facilities, ranking 13th overall. The hope is that the willingness to invest translates into a new building to support the players soon. So with all that being said, uh, 25th in the NFL, I got to be honest, that really surprised me because uh, I guess over these last few years, it's it, the the feeling of the Rams have been has been upgrading and and, and being player friendly, um, moving to Los Angeles and having a new stadium and all this stuff. It's it's come across to me that uh, all this stuff was going extremely well and extremely positively and that, that players liked to be uh, part of the Rams organization. But 25th in the NFL, that feels so low to me. And I was just very surprised to hear that that was where the Rams were falling on this. So let's take a look at, um, well, we can kind of unpack this a little bit. So treatment of families, uh, the, the players graded the Rams as a D plus, which is tied for 24th in the NFL. And I don't know exactly what all goes into this. I would assume uh, there's a lot of different aspects uh, of this and that it probably would be kind of individual player based on uh, the treatment of families. Uh, I'm sure that there are some uh, some situations or some players that would that would disagree with the D plus rating, but I'm sure. Uh, but the, I mean, that's the thing, too, is that the, these are not up for debate. They are the players grading the teams. It's it's very much uh, like the NFL top 100 list. That's not up for debate. I mean, we can say all we want to It's like, oh, no, that guy's not as good as that guy. There's no way. But also, who the heck are we? I mean, these guys are going against him every every day and uh every week uh in games and they see him in practice they see him in the in the film room in the weight room like who the heck are we eating doritos at a bar like drinking a mini pitcher straight from the pitcher i don't use a glass so like I'm, I'm not that classy but who am i to say that that's wrong that their ratings are wrong um so ultimately these are not up for debate the rams got a d plus for treatment of families and i'm not sure how they can increase that is really my point here Food service and nutrition. We're ragging on the Arizona Cardinals, uh, which is going to be a trend forever. Um, and also, sidebar, uh, I see all these rivalry things all the time, and they always put the Rams with the Cardinals and the Seahawks with the 49ers. And I got to say, I don't think that the Rams necessarily view the Cardinals as as big of rivals as the Cardinals view the Rams, if that makes any sense. I feel like uh, from our perspective, like I, I know for a, for a, lar a large portion of my Rams fandom, it's been Seattle has been my my team that I've disliked the most. And there's a lot of different reasons that go into that. Um, obviously, the 49ers are in that conversation. They are like the the rival of the Rams. It's an interstate rivalry. But I feel like this whole Cardinals thing like that, that is the one that gets the conversation. And I don't I just don't know if that's from our perspective. I guess when I look at the rest of the division, I don't look at the Cardinals like, oh, man, these pesky Cardinals. Like, I just don't I don't the the Rams just kind of own them a little bit. And 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 it hasn't been the Cardinals just really aren't that big of a threat and really haven't been. I don't see that they will be. I would be surprised if they were under Gannon, uh, their new head coach, who is so funny, so funny. And I feel like people think that he's going to be a Nick Sirianni. I don't think he is that guy. I don't know. I think he's a we'll see, I guess. I don't want to say. 
I can't I can't back on him yet because I don't know actually because I thought I thought that Nick Sirianni wasn't going to be good either. So maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I talk, I say all that to talk about the food nutrition is the Rams getting a D in this uh, position tied for 22nd in the NFL. So uh, a D. I mean obviously that's extremely low. Again, I'm not sure exactly what uh, the Rams could could do to improve this. I would assume it's got to be a selection thing, a potentially a quality thing. It's also L.A., so uh, maybe avocado toast or something. I don't know. That, was, that feels like I'm being rude to California when I say <laughs> avocado toast, uh, but I'm in Colorado, so it's, uh, it's out here too. Uh, weight room, the Rams get a C, so right uh, like middle of the road, but this is also tied for 25th. Uh, you got to think that NFL facilities, they are top-notch, and you would think that the Rams would have a top-notch facility here, but uh, of course, just ranking C, that's not really great. Strength coaches, the Rams coming in with an A+, plus, that is tied for first, of course, you can't really get any higher than that, um, but, and if you're at an A+, plus, you're going to be tied for first. Uh, they're not uh, number grades here. We just get the letters. So A plus for the strength coaches, which is obviously awesome. You love to see that when you're, at least if your facilities are not top notch, that your staff is. And that's really cool to see. Training room is just a D plus. And um, I, I don't know if if this is just part of the, the facilities thing again um, that they had kind of talked about, like just dealing with temporary facilities, which is definitely uh, a pain and hopefully with these new, like the the new uh, development that that Kroenke has recently purchased, hopefully the, this can just get done and and we can move forward with uh, an awesome facility instead of what the Rams have been dealing with right now. Uh, but just a D plus where that goes. Uh, training staff A plus tied for first again. You wouldn't expect anything less from Reggie Scott and the boys because uh, this is quite the crew. Uh, we've known this for a long time though. Uh, this last season, the Rams dealing with injuries and missing, I think it was 98 games due to injury, most in the NFL by a gap. And uh, I think it was just kind of unfortunate how it, how it all kind of worked out. The The injuries that we were seeing were not something that I would consider really like um, like training related, where it just it kind of felt like the, the Rams just weren't prepared or anything like that. It just seemed like the Rams finally got unlucky with injuries. We've been very fortunate in that department for the last probably five or six years. And it, I mean, law of averages kind of came into play there and uh, kind of just fell apart on us. Locker room, uh, sitting at a D here, and I'm not sure if this is necessarily talking about the training facility locker rooms or the SoFi Stadium locker rooms. If this is the SoFi Stadium locker rooms, well, that's a problem. A D is not very good. Um, I will say that um, compared to even just some of the college locker rooms that are out there right now, um, I would say, yeah, if... From the outside perspective, having never been in the locker room and having seen the the way that other locker rooms are set up, even in college, even like the Air Force Academy, you got Texas A&M, Bama, Georgia, like these crazy locker rooms. Um, and then you look at the Rams locker room, it there's nothing really special about it. There's nothing hugely incredible where you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, you know. So I guess that would make sense uh, if the players were going to put this at a D. If you come from college and you go to SoFi Stadium to play for the L.A. Rams and your locker room in college was way more sick, then, I mean, yeah, you'd probably grade it pretty low, right? So I I, I think that this is a SoFi Stadium thing. Uh, lockers, I've been told, are kind of smaller than what people expect for such a massive venue, an expensive venue. So 
I guess that one does check out there. Team travel, we have a B minus there. That is tied for 18th, which means that teams are just crushing travel out here, that that's like an awesome thing for most NFL teams that travel is just so dope. As a B minus, you're 18th, you're bottom half of the league, but you're you're a B minus. I mean, that's 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 something there. Some of the others that stuck out to me, um, I don't have the page open right now, but I do know that the the training staff for the Ravens uh, got an F minus, and that is rough. So not only does that guy, he's got to get fired, right? You can't, I think he did actually, if I'm not mistaken, uh, but you can't allow that to happen as a team, as especially with the Lamar Jackson stuff and the way that that all unfolded. And then again, uh, at one point, the, the Arizona Cardinals, which are hilarious, forcing their players to buy uh, food in the in the cafeteria. And I've seen arguments uh, on this, and I've seen the arguments saying like, oh, poor millionaires, they have to pay for their own food. First of all, not every NFL player is a millionaire, all right? That's like the, the, the top the tippy top of the NFL talent pool. Those are the guys making money. If you even just look at the Rams, um, the, the Rams salaries, it is extremely top heavy. You've got your, your Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Cooper cup, Matthew Stafford, and then like a drop off, you know? Um, so to say that like, Oh, these poor millionaires, they have to pay for food and stuff like that. I mean, I guess I understand your argument and where you would think that, but also this is the NFL you're bringing in so much money and these players are the reason you make that money. If these players stop showing up, guess who doesn't make any money anymore? Yeah, you. And you're going to make them pay for their food. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm the jerk here. Maybe, But I am 100% on the player side here. You should not have to show up to the facility and then pay for your own food. That, to me, is absolutely outrageous. And again, it's not where... Uh, it's, it's just not every single player has a Kyler Murray contract where they can just come in and just drop money on food every day, and that's not a big deal. If if this were the case, if I were a, a Cardinals player, I would never eat there. It, just to prove a point, you know what I mean? I do it at my own work with the with our vending machine. They up the prices, and I was like, no, absolutely not. I'm I'm out on this vending machine, and it's like I'm not gonna buy a stale Snickers bar for two dollars. That's absolutely ridiculous. So uh, I get it uh, from the player's perspective that that's absolute. That's an absolute joke. So. Um, 100% on the player side with that one and completely I, I guess I can understand where that argument would come from as far as the, these these players make so much money why wouldn't they be able to afford their own food but also I disagree I just blatantly disagree with that I think that you should be able to support your players um, with meals nutrition and and so you're gonna you're asking for them to basically put their bodies and their lives on the line for you to make money and you won't even give them like a chicken breast. Like, come on now, man, get it together. All right, let's go ahead and move on here. Just a really quick uh, couple of updates as far as uh, former Rams retiring. Cornerback Dante Dion. This one really surprised me. Dante Dion uh, played for the Rams for for just a short time, but his energy was absolutely electric. I was asked one time uh, in my fan case. It was a long time ago. I'm and I'm. I apologize. I don't remember who it was uh, that asked me, but. I was asked, um, who would I like to hang out with on the Rams? And at the time, it was 100% Dante Dion because that guy is so dope. Also, former Ram retiring uh, center, Austin Blythe. Uh, he was most recently with the Seattle Seahawks and uh, has called it a career just after, uh, what was it, seven years. So Austin Blythe, uh, who I was always a big fan of, uh, has called it a career as well. So uh, onwards and upwards to uh, the Blythe family. 
All right, let's dig into some rumors here because there's a lot of stuff going on right now involving uh, the Rams and just rumors that are swirling. And I got to say, uh, there's really there's, there, there's stuff to unpack here. So we'll start with Jalen Ramsey. We did hear that he is very likely to be traded. But according to who? I don't think we ever got that answer of who is saying this information. Who is saying that it that Jalen Ramsey is very likely to get traded? Um, because we need to know who said it and why do they how how do they benefit from that information coming out? So was it uh, the team? Was it the team that released this information? Um, that would make more sense than Jalen Ramsey releasing this information to anybody. Um, but there could be so many different reasons that the Rams would want this information out. So A would be to generate buzz of any capacity. That would be to say, hey, we're, the Rams are very likely to trade Jalen Ramsey, which would maybe perk up the ears of certain GMs to uh, to a point where they would pick up a pick up a phone and uh, and give the Rams a call and uh, see exactly what um, what the Rams are maybe looking for to to send off for, for Ramsey or, or get in return for Ramsey. So just to kind of generate some buzz, generate some conversation about it. B would be um, to, well, I guess that is B, uh, to entice offers to, to get a deal done. So you could say something, uh, it's, it's just the same thing along the lines of, of, of just like we leak out the information so that you get that conversation started and people to reach out to you. Uh, C would be to prove a point to Ramsey. And I say this one uh, simply because uh, we've heard and uh, I have not been able to like we don't know where this information came from, but we have heard that uh, that, that Ramsey was asking for more money. So the Rams basically were like, all right, well, we, we can't do that. We'll just get rid of you then. Um, officially unconfirmed reports, unless there's some information that I do not I do not have, which I got to be honest, there's a bunch of information that I don't have. I'm dealing with the outside perspective here. So. To prove a point to Ramsey, if he really did ask for more money, then the Rams really could just turn around and be like, all right, well, we can't do that. So um, if we'll be looking for a trade for you. And then just to let him know, like, all right, well, I mean, you don't control everything here, man. Like, it's like, we want you to be happy and stuff. But if, 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 if that's what you want, like, we're already, we're over the cap right now. We cannot physically afford to give you more money. So if you do want more money, we can try to um, arrange a trade where you can uh, seek that elsewhere. And then D, I don't know. The motive is not in front of us, and we don't know exactly what these conversations are going on like behind closed doors. We've seen Jalen Ramsey come out uh, just kind of laughing at all this stuff right now, Um, but also we don't know. We have no idea if this is actually going to happen. On the flip side of it, was it Jalen that is kind of getting this conversation started? I personally, I really doubt it. Um, I'm not sure what he would benefit from leaking this news out. Um, I'm not sure if if like him asking for more money or, or, or him releasing this information would make the Rams be like, Oh, wait, 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 we'll give you more money. I'm just not sure if, if, if I see that as a legitimate uh, course that this has happened and why this information is out again, we did not know where this information came from initially. So that has to be considered. Um, will he get traded? I'm not entirely sure. Um, but right now I don't think I'd be surprised in either direction. Um, but I mean, it's just it's just one of those things where where we don't know what what those conversations are going. Why is this even a news story? Why did this information come out? Was it for somebody either side, the Rams or Jalen Ramsey to get more leverage on something? That is the information that we don't have yet. But I got to say, I think that Jalen Ramsey returns to the Rams this year. Contract wise, it makes way more sense to keep him for one more year and then uh, have him find a new home or 
uh, assist him in finding a new home via trade next season. Um, because, I mean, we're looking at the savings here. So if we do a, a, a before June 1st release, uh, the Rams are are saving negative $6.9 million. So that is obviously not an option. Uh, a trade before June 1st frees up just $5.6 million. Post-June 1st release, the Rams open up $4.5 million. And a trade after the 1st of June, which I feel like is very unlikely, just the timing of that, um, $17 million would open up for the Rams. So a post-June 1 trade uh, ties in an $8.2 million in dead cap as well. So I'm just not sure if uh, the savings is really dramatic enough. So if you tell me... Even with a post June one trade, say let's let's go to that seventeen million, which I gotta be honest, that timing just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I would still prefer Jalen Ramsey, especially in that time of year when the bulk of your roster is already set up. So a pre June one trade, you free up five point six million. I I use the same example as I used with Bobby Wagner, um, that we talked about last episode. Is if you were offering me. To have Jalen Ramsey on my roster or $5.6 million in cap space, give me Jalen Ramsey all day, every day, no questions asked. All right, this guy's absolutely one of the top tier players in the entire NFL at any position. And yeah, you can you can say the the certain, like he got burned here, he got burned there, whatever. That kind of stuff happens. It's the NFL. Spoiler alert, everybody's good in this league, all right? Sometimes you're going to have a play where it doesn't look like you absolutely just crushed everybody's soul. You can't do it 100% of the time. We've seen Cooper Cup drop footballs, you know what I mean? It just happens. So uh, Jalen Ramsey, though, $5.6 million, that's just to me, it's just not worth it. Um, next year would make a lot more sense where a uh, a savings of $15.3 million uh, with a pre-June 1 release uh, that makes way more sense, and it's another year. Uh, we get to see him this year and see kind of like how his his progression or regression is is going. He's about that age now where you would expect to see it. We haven't really yet. We've seen plays here and there, but also let's stop picking on Jalen Ramsey for the five wins that the Rams got this year, all right? Like, not a lot of Rams players were good, but we're going to pick on Ramsey for, like, giving up three touchdowns. No, I'm not. I'm not about that because I think it's absolutely absurd. It's like uh, we we want to pick out uh, a pick pick on Jalen Ramsey. I think it's just because he's loud. He's obnoxious. He's one of those players that you love him when he's on your team. And the second he's not, you're like, this guy's so annoying. Um, but he's on our side right now, so I'm, I'm definitely backing him up. But him giving up a few touchdowns here and there, uh, a few bad plays here and there, is not the reason that the Rams only won five games. So I, I think I'm. Uh, I, I'm definitely a Ramsey supporter and a defender to uh, to a certain extent for sure. Uh, but in short, uh, we do not know if uh, Jalen Ramsey is going to be traded or not. And the anonymous source, uh, the anonymous uh, origins of this story, um, that maybe they'll be seeing some heat if uh, if Ramsey does just quietly return to the team. Uh, we'll see what happens though. Uh, the newest rumor is wide receiver Allen Robinson could be moved this offseason. Robinson was ultimately pretty underwhelming for the Rams this year. Uh, but again, it was a five-win season. Most players were underwhelming for the Rams this year. Uh, a lot of injuries, a lot of just not things, things not going the Rams way. Um, so trading is truly the only option to save any money for, uh, for this move uh, for Allen Robinson specifically. Um, but uh, does anybody really want to give up any assets to acquire Allen Robinson? That part I'm not sure about. 
but I would guess that the Rams uh, would have a hard time pulling it off. Uh, if anything, it would be probably late round picks, something like that. Uh, which it, at which point, I mean, is it is it worth it? I mean, do you just keep them and try to? It was one year, and it was a down year for the Rams. So do you just? I think I would rather just keep Allen Robinson and see if that what we thought he could be um, does develop in into year two because we also know I mean the McVay offense is not easy to learn so maybe he does just like maybe now he's going to be way better like a year two maybe it's going to be super sick he was super underwhelming yes but also it was a five win team so a lot of people were underwhelming this year uh, it's a he has an 11.2 uh, mil in dead cap with a pre-June 1 trade. So that's just a lot of money to eat. Uh, the dead cap thing, it was fine when the Rams were still like just like hardcore contenders. But with the way this last season went, killing a portion of your salary cap just doesn't feel like the move right now. Uh, makes a lot more sense uh, to just go ahead and keep Robinson and not just eat dead cap for what feels like no reason. Just keep him on your team for uh, for at least one more year. Unless the Rams do have a plan at this position, could we see a Robert Woods and OBJ return to Los Angeles? If that answer is even a, a 50% yes, if either one of those two is returning to the Rams, then I'd say it is reasonable for the Rams to move off of A-Rob, uh, even if it is for a later pick. Because if you give me the option to have Allen Robinson or Robert Woods, I'm taking Woods. If you give me the option of having Allen Robinson or OBJ, I'm taking OBJ. No hate towards Allen Robinson. I like Allen Robinson. I just thought that his impact on this this offense was going to be so much higher, um, and it just wasn't. But again, it's been one season, and that season was a dud. It was a total bummer of a year for the L.A. Rams, and we can't blame Allen Robinson for that. We can't blame Bobby Wagner for that. We can't blame Jalen. We definitely can't blame Bobby Wagner for that. That's a stupid even. That's even dumb to even bring up because I don't think anybody would <laughs> blame Bobby Wagner for that. Um, he had an incredible year. One of the best years a Rams linebacker has ever had. And it's just like a one and done. It's like, what a tease Bobby Wagner is to this entire fan base and franchise, right? Like he just shows up, has an absolute monster of a year. And it's just like, all right, I'm going to freeze out. Like, dude, come on, man. But, oh, well, that's, I guess that's kind of beside the point at this, at this time. But, uh, Alan Robinson, it's not his fault that the Rams only won five games. The Rams offensive line got absolutely smoked with injuries and uh, just wasn't our year, uh, simply put, just wasn't our year. I don't know if the Rams, like, maybe coming in too hot off that Super Bowl, but I will say, it, it, week one, 31 to 10 to the Bills, it was like, oh, no. <laughs> it was right away for myself. It was like, uh, crap. Okay, hold on a second. Like, stop the bleeding. And then, like, and then it was just not doing great the whole year. But you know that already. If you're listening to Ram Showcase in March, you know that this was not a good year. Um, and also the the final rumor that we will touch on here is going to be the return of safety John Johnson. Um, honestly, I'd be surprised. I loved John Johnson when he was a Ram, but it feels like that's over, right? Like it feels like that that is kind of done now. Uh, the Rams have already kind of got this position un, under control, I would say. Um, it's it's not super expensive right now. I think that Nick Scott is a potential to return unless um, he's getting good, potentially good offers elsewhere. I really don't want to see Taylor Rapp return, but that is obviously an option as well. Uh, still, Jordan Fuller is available. We got Russ Yeast back there as well. So I think the Rams are actually in an okay spot at the safety position, although John Johnson is an awesome safety, and it would be really cool to see him back. Um, I just don't think that it happens. Um, John Johnson, he's got one of the one of 
One of the interceptions that has made me lose my mind the most in Rams history, which is that one in the NFC Championship game uh, against the Saints, uh, when Bobby Fowler blasted Breeze, and then uh, he was able to get that and get to that ball uh, over 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 who who he did it over with too is like that's like even better because Michael is not cool. <laughs> Michael Thomas is not a cool guy, so uh, that was awesome as well. Um, but uh, Nick Scott could return, like I said. Jordan Fuller's still under contract. I would guess that uh, John Johnson would be asking for a little bit more than the Rams would uh, be willing to give up, especially considering right now the Rams are currently over the salary cap and under Sean McVay. Uh, we've seen a history that the Rams are not necessarily uh, big payers of the safety position. There is a few positions that the Rams just really haven't gone big on. Um, linebacker is one of those that has bitten the Rams uh, recently. Um, Bobby Wagner was kind of an exception to that rule. Uh, interior offensive lineman, that one obviously didn't work out. Safety, definitely too many injuries at that spot as well. So um, I think that uh, the balance uh, of of payment could be, I, I guess, a little bit more spread out uh, in, in the future here. I think that this year was a big learning experience for many involved in the Rams organization. All right, so we will take just one quick break here, and on the other side, we're going to uh, talk about who stays and who goes, a peek into the Rams' free agents, and uh, we'll see um, who who I think is going to stay and who goes. And, uh, of course, uh, you're always welcome to participate as well, as this is not a YouTube video. We'll kind of talk about that here, though, in just a moment. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, welcome back into Rams Showcase. I am Sheriff Joe Bags at Rams Showcase, at Sheriff Joe Bags on all your favorite social media. So, originally, I did want to do this segment in video form, but... As things go, uh, I currently do not have a platform to upload videos to. Um, so what I'm going to go ahead and do is I'm just going to do this segment here and and talk about uh, these uh, these L.A. Rams free agents and see who might be staying, who might be going. I'm going to try to give you a reason on every single one of these. I'm going to uh, give all of the names as well of current free agents. So uh, let's go ahead and start here. We will start with Ashawn Robinson. I'm not sure if I really anticipate that Ashawn Robinson would return. He's almost 28 years old, um, and I, I like his impact on the, on the defense, but it just wasn't really overwhelming, I suppose. So I'm going to say that Ashawn Robinson does not return to the Los Angeles Rams uh, and maybe uh, is able to get a, a different payday somewhere else. Um, as uh, last year, I mean, he, he was sitting at about 8.5 mil cap hit, so I mean... I think with what he brings to the defense, that's a little much. Uh, but also, I like Ashawn Robinson. I wouldn't be sad to see him return uh, if that were the case. Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Uh, so right now, the Rams currently only have one quarterback under contract for this next season. That is Matthew Stafford. Um, but, uh, of course, we know the history of the Wolf Au as well as Percules, uh at the backup quarterback position. So that is something that we, of course, need to consider as fans that the, it's very possible that one or both of those guys do, do return to the Rams. Uh, but Baker Mayfield, uh, there is some some steam uh, saying that, uh, that that Mayfield could return to the Rams at a backup position. And I got to say, I would absolutely love this. I think he's the perfect backup for the Rams. 
when um, when Stafford went down and we were seeing the Wolf Au and Percules uh, taking taking the reins there. I mean, it, it was it was hard to watch. It was not good. Um, I don't know why the team has been so high on John Wolford for so long. Um, I, as a backup, I don't mind the Wolf, but I would say as like any kind of starter, like entering a game where John Wolford is the starter, it was so hard to have any level of confidence that dope things were going to happen. But Baker Mayfield comes in and his he shows up in two days later. He's beating the Raiders in prime time. Uh, after being down 13 with like a little over three minutes to go, which was so sick. We got to, uh, um, I got to watch him throw his 100th career touchdown pass and make Tyler Higby the all-time leader in touchdowns by a Rams tight end in Green Bay. That was an awesome day. Uh, plenty of photos. And and that that is one of the videos that will remain up on YouTube, by the way, is uh, me talking about my experience in uh, Lambeau uh, for uh, the, in this last, um, this last season in December. Uh, but Baker Mayfield... I do anticipate that he would come back um, if, I mean, you got to look at all the other dominoes there too, though, of, uh, of uh, the Wolf, Au, and uh, Percules. If, if they don't return, then I would, I would anticipate Baker Mayfield returning, but I think that Baker Mayfield does come back to the Rams as a backup uh, for just one more year. Uh, Troy Hill at the cornerback spot, um, he is over 31 years old now. Um, he did not have a great season opposite of Jalen Ramsey. I like Troy Hill. Um, cool dude. Um, I've, I've definitely enjoyed watching him as a Ram, uh, but at his age and what his performance was this last year, I would say that it's probably time for the Rams to go ahead and move on uh, and let Troy Hill uh, test his luck somewhere else. Kicker Matt Gay um, would love to have Matt Gay back. Um, he's awesome. Uh, he's one hell of a kicker, and I don't see a reason why the Rams would want to necessarily move on from uh, Matt Gay. So it would be super cool to see him back and just keep that special teams in uh, in order, which I think uh, which is definitely something that we'll talk about uh, the rest of the special teams as the entire unit is uh, scheduled to be a free agent. So would love to see Matt Gay back. And I do anticipate Matt Gay coming back. He's not quite yet 29 years old. He's um uh, he's still got plenty of uh, plenty of plenty of balls that he can, he can be booting out here uh, for a long time. Safety Taylor Rapp. Um, I try to keep my own personal thoughts uh, out of these as much as I possibly can, but I don't see a reason that the Rams would bring back Taylor Rapp. Um, I just don't think his his on field performance is to the level that uh, we need it to be uh, on a consistent basis. He definitely has some plays, um, but he's he's made it to the NFL, so obviously he's good in some capacity. Uh, but the the coverages that we've seen him blow um, and just uh, there's there's just there's a lot to be desired, I guess, uh, in Taylor Rapp's play. I liked him as a rookie, but then he's been that same player ever since. I just thought we'd see more pro- progression out of him uh, by now. Ode Obushi as a guard, almost 32 years old. It would be nice to see Obushi back. Um, we had, honestly, uh, the way that the Rams offensive line kind of was handled this year and the the beating that it took, we kind of got some uh, a few guys that are gems on that offensive line Older gems for sure, but um, uh, Abushi is definitely one of those. Almost thirty-two years old, and it would be really cool to see him back uh, for for any kind of depth or, or a leadership role. But uh, I'm not sure if that actually happens uh, for Abushi. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in that I think that he goes. Ty Inseki uh, was coming in at uh, left tackle for a good portion uh, of the season there late, and was playing really, really well. But he's over thirty-seven years old now. Um, I would guess that his playing days are about over. 
And I think that the Rams already having invested in Joe Nopeboom, who, I mean, is not, he did not play great at left tackle, but um, the Rams do have some investment there. Um, I would be surprised to see Inseki return to the Rams. I think that the tackle spot uh, is kind of handled right now. And there's also those rumors of Taylor Lawan coming over. We didn't talk about that because I don't, that's, that is it. That's all the information that we have is uh, Taylor Lawan coming to the Rams. And I, I just don't know if I see that happening. I'm not sure if I want that to happen myself. Um, I'm not anti-Taylor Lawan. I just, I, I just don't think we need to do that move again. Um, I think that we can find other ways to, uh, to improve our offensive line. Next up, we'll go with Riley Dixon, who is uh, creeping up on 30 years old as a punter. And um, Riley Dixon didn't necessarily play great, um, but I, don't, I also don't think he played necessarily poorly. Um, pretty middle of the road as far as a punter season goes. I, I think also we were a little spoiled by Johnny Hecker for so many years and how awesome he was. So Riley Dixon was already in a position where he was going to get criticized no matter what. Uh, but I wouldn't mind seeing him return uh, just to keep that continuity going. And him and Matt Gay, I think that they had a really good, uh, really good connection there. And Matt Gay was not missing a lot of kicks. And I mean, to put it bluntly, and maybe not a lot of people understand or know this, that um, your holder on field goals is one of the main reasons you make or miss uh, that hold is extremely important. The kicker is doing what the kicker does, which is kicking the ball how he thinks it's supposed to be kicked, you know what I mean? But like if that is, if it's tilted a little wrong or um, the laces in, whatever, then a lot of things can go wrong. So the holder is extremely important in, uh, in the field goal process. And uh, with the Rams' success in that area, I think it would benefit the team to uh, return Riley Dixon, which also brings us to return man, Brandon Powell. Be pow pow as I like to call him. Uh, I, I would love to see him back. I think he's just an exciting returner. Um, obviously, this is a position that uh, is fillable. Um, there's there's guys who can return. Um, it's 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 a thing when when people are fast and shifty and and good at football. Chances are they were returning kicks and punts in in high school and or college. And there's 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 plenty of them out there. But Brandon Powell, B Powell, I think he's awesome. Matt Skura, I'm not sure if we see him return. Uh, he is 30 years old. He was playing well at that left guard spot, but again, we just had so many injuries. We're going to see a lot of these guys return, so I'm just not sure if Skura is one of the guys that comes back to this Rams team. After that, we'll go with Malcolm Brown. Um, no real reason to bring back Malcolm Brown. Uh, his performance was pretty underwhelming this year, um, more so than I, I guess I expected. Um, I, I liked Malcolm Brown. Uh, his uh, He's the first touchdown in SoFi Stadium history, which was super cool, and it was really cool to see him return, but he just wasn't the same player. Uh, cornerback David Long. I would anticipate that the Rams do bring him back probably for a pretty low contract, though, uh, as his impact on the defense has not been overwhelming. Um, I would I would anticipate that he kind of comes back on uh, like a shorter deal, maybe a one or a two year deal. The Wolf, John Wolford. Ow. Um, so I got to be honest, I was always I'm surprised at John Wolford's age. He's a little over 27 years old. Um I, I, I don't know why I thought he was older, and maybe that's just myself, my own brain, um, thinking about his past and, and how many times or how often we've seen him playing um, from Wake Forest to the Arizona Hot Shots. Um, so he's he's kind of been around a little bit, so um, maybe, maybe that's where my brain is going with it. But uh, to see his age did surprise me. Um, but John Wolford, um, 
I, I don't think that the Rams need him back. He is a restricted free agent, so it would be extremely easy to bring him back. Um, but I think that the contract that would come with that is a little unnecessary, especially if you are considering uh, bringing back um, a Baker Mayfield onto your team. Next here is going to be outside linebacker Traven Howard. Uh, he is an exclusive rights free agent, so it would be not a big deal to bring him back. Uh, and you could get him for a, a, a really reasonable price from the team perspective. And I like Traven Howard, actually. So um, his progression is is present. If he can stay healthy, then I really like what he can bring to this uh, to this defense. And uh, also, I mean, we can never forget uh, the the hero that he is in the NFC Championship game against the San Francisco 49ers for getting that pick and closing out the game. Even got tackled by Greg Gaines on that play, which is real cool. Long snapper, Matthew Orzek. Um, again, no reason to not bring him back. I think that he's a fine long snapper. And I mean, when you have a guy at this kind of position who does a good job, we didn't hear his name all year, and that's exactly what you want out of your long snapper. Uh, you don't want to hear who your long snapper is, is <laughs> ever. So uh, Orzek killed it. Uh, Grant Haley uh, is a defensive back. Uh, I would say that Haley could potentially return, maybe even on like a, some kind of futures deal or something, uh, unless he does want to test free agency. Um, but uh, Haley, not necessarily like a very urgent re- like person to return uh, to the team, but... Uh, but I don't think he's a bad player. So a uh, good good person for depth at that spot. Greg Gaines, the fastest player in the NFL, uh, not yet 26 years old. So I would love to see him back. Uh, his progression is is going. Um, so uh, actually, let me click on uh, what they have his market value is. Uh, I'm sitting here on Spotrack right now, but 7.7 uh, million a year is what they're projecting for. Greg Gaines and I gotta say at that at that price point do it bring him back because this guy's getting better uh, as as each year goes on and you can even see his progression in season during the football season you can watch him get better which is really really cool uh, Jake Jervis um, I will say uh, actually wait I'm trying to remember now I had a whole conversation uh, with, uh, with well not with Jervis uh, but I think it's Gervas, actually. Um, I think that we did we did discover that uh, that is Jake Gervas. Um, he did finally respond to some tweets. Uh, I, I tweeted him, and then he actually he didn't he was not responding. And then somebody else said that they know him and said it's Gervas. And then that's when he responded, and he's like, "That's not actually right. It's Gervas." So Jake Gervas, um, I would say, um, I, I don't expect him back. That's what I'll say on on Gervas. Uh, uh, Marquise Copeland, uh, this is a good good guy for depth. Uh, you can go, you could also get him back really cheap, so that would be a good one. But also, if you're looking at the next name here, Michael Hoyt, um, if you had to pick between these two, I think I go Hoyt. Uh, but Copeland, uh, I, I think that these two are really good players, and I think that as far as like a um, a rotation kind of situation, these guys are great to have on your defensive line uh, as far as the depth goes. When you when when Aaron Donald goes out uh, for just a couple of plays or it, like this season where it's a couple of games, it's really cool to have guys like this who can perform at high levels and, uh, and, and keep that. It's not, of course, to the same level of Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's very, very difficult to replace. Uh, but it's good to have guys who do have talent uh, when that does when that situation does happen. Bryce Perkins, Percules. Um, I don't think that Bryce Perkins comes back. Uh, if 
uh, he's currently like the fourth option right now. Um, and that's pre free agency period and all that stuff. So uh, we've got Matthew Stafford. After that, I would put Baker Mayfield, then then the Wolf Awu, and then uh, Bryce Perkins. And I personally would swap Perkins and Wolford. Um, but from the team perspective, what we've seen from this team, it feels like the the coaches would have uh, Wolford above Perkins. Uh, so for that reason, I do think that Perkins does move on. Joe Jolly at corner, um, not a real reason to bring him back. Um, I think that he was really brought in just because of some injuries that were going on here. So. Uh, Sean Jolly, not necessarily a bad player. He is an exclusive rights free agent, so that does help uh, if the Rams do want to to bring him back in. David Edwards at guard. So interesting stuff going on with David Edwards as far as the injuries go um, because he was put on IR due to concussions, and it was not good. It was not pretty for uh, David Edwards. He's still not super old. He's almost 26 years old, um, but his his playing career could be um, in, in in some question now, especially at the timing of him becoming a free agent. Definitely not ideal for him. Uh, but I would say even before the injuries, he wasn't playing well. Um, so I think that that does hurt him as well. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Rams go ahead and move on from David Edwards. But also at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me to see the Rams keep him as a depth position. I don't anticipate that he would be a starter uh, starting uh, the season. Christian Roseboom, I see no reason to not bring him back. Uh, he's an exclusive rights-free agent. He's a really good special teams guy, um, and he's just I, I I like what he brings to the team. But also, it's not super overwhelming what he what he brings to the defense, anything like that. But where he shines is special teams, and I would like to see that continue. Which brings us to our final name here, which is Nick Scott at safety, almost twenty eight years old. He is just an un, unrestricted free agent, so he is is free to sign wherever he wants to once the new league year starts, unless the Rams do make a move. I personally really want to see a Nick Scott-Jordan Fuller safety combo back there uh, with the depth coming from guys like Russ Yeast. So that's kind of where I'm at with that, uh, with that position group. Nick Scott-Jordan Fuller, I think that that is a killer combo. And if we can also find a way to, to see some progression from some of our younger corners, um, so in, in keeping Jalen Ramsey, which we still don't know if that's going to happen, that is still very much up in the air. Um, but I would love to see something along the lines of a Jalen Ramsey, Jordan Fuller, Nick Scott, Darian Kendrick and Kobe Durant uh, uh, secondary. I think that that would be very strong. I would be all for it. And we'll see, I guess, uh, what happens. A lot of changes coming to the defensive side, though. Uh, we know with Bobby Wagner leaving, potentially Jalen Ramsey leaving, we're going to have a new uh, new safety with uh, potentially Taylor Rapp not, not coming back as well. Uh, is uh, Ernest Jones, is he going to be the captain or is it going to be Jordan Fuller? These are things that we'll be talking about as the season kind of creeps up on us, but we're still only in March, so it's not necessarily where we're at right now. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's who stays and who goes. Normally done in a video form, but uh, right now, again, uh, with uh, the issues that I had with YouTube, uh, we are pulling off of YouTube entirely. I did post a video there, uh, my final one, my my goodbye to YouTube, uh, but not to Rams fans, as we do have RamsShowcase.com. Uh, that is now where uh, you're going to be able to find the content, and uh, we're, we're finding a better way to embed the, the podcast directly into the front page. The way that it was done uh, this for this last episode, I wasn't a big fan of that, and I, I that might be continuing, but we will have to, I guess, see and, and test some things out and um, 
It's my first time running my own website, so uh, I'm still learning. I'm just a baby with it, and uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll definitely get there. But it's ramshowcase.com. Make sure you also follow Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media, at Ram Showcase, Instagram and Twitter. Follow myself as well, at Sheriff Joe Bags, Instagram and Twitter. And uh, there's also going to be a link tree in the description where you can, uh, where you're hearing me right now as well, where you can find all this information. Purchasing a Ram Showcase t-shirt, that definitely goes a long way. They are super awesome. And uh, there's a page for that directly on the Ram Showcase website as well. Just click on Merch at the top and uh, it'll bring you right there. So that is going to do it for uh, episode two of season eight of Ram's Showcase. Uh, we didn't quite hit the hour here. Um, I actually, you know what? I don't know if I'm actually trying to hit hours. I'm just trying to talk until I'm done, I guess, is the new, uh, <laughs> the new way of Ram Showcase. Uh, without video form, I think uh, I'm feeling a little bit more freedom in uh, in the topics and, and the, the structure and stuff. So I don't know if that's real or not, but now that I don't have a camera on me, I'm just like chilling, um, extra chilling, I guess. That's uh, <laughs> we're doing. We're doing great. Um, so um, that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Baggs. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio and the Fan Sided Network. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you so much for listening and go Rams. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.